But mosquitoes do attempt to come after me in the afternoons. I recently noticed this insect phenomenon as well as some characteristics about Fidel Castro, which consequently are similar to many of Abe Lincoln's. Portrait of an effective leader. In a few hours you will be victorious or defeated, but regardless of the outcome, listen well, friends, this movement will triumph. If you win tomorrow, the aspirations of Marti will be fulfilled sooner. If we fail, our action will nevertheless set an example for the Cuban people, and from the people will arise fresh new men willing to die for Cuba. They will pick up our banner and move forward. The people will back us in Oriente and in the whole island. As in 68 and 92, here in Oriente we will give the first cry of liberty or death. Fidel Castro's speech to the movement just before the Moncada attack, 1953. Fondly do we hope, fervently do we pray, that this mighty scourge of war may speedily pass away. Yet, if God wills that it continue until all the wealth piled by the bondsmen's 250 years of unrequited toil shall be sunk, and until every drop of blood drawn with a lash shall be paid by another drawn with a sword, as was said 3,000 years ago, so still it must be said the judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. Abraham Lincoln's Second Inaugural Address, 1865. In most countries, it is imperative to convince the people of an idea so that there is power in unity and in numbers, no matter the cost of the propaganda lies. However in the case of Fidel Castro and Abraham Lincoln, it is my belief that their words are universally true. So poignant are the orations of our great world leaders that for wannabe politicians to copy the speeches of others is a putrid tragedy and testament to the fact that there is no substance within them worthy of ruling a nation. When Fidel Castro took a stand to protect his people at all cost and without fear, he was demonized by the powers that be. It is a catch-22 because every nation wants to protect itself, however when nations seek to invade the shores of other nations, you take your chances. I won't say that the Soviet Union was a trustworthy alliance, however Castro did what he felt was best at the time. There are governmental rulers and corporate executives who feel we must have a poor or working class in order to have a society that boasts wealth. Honestly, I have actually considered the truth of this premise myself, however the astrological portrait of Castro, and that of Abe Lincoln, which I am not completely focused on in this piece, shows that the universe disagrees and thereby equips certain ones to bring situations into balance to base and quando. The Astrological Profile If you look at his natal chart, you will see some awesome things about the man. 1. He tells the truth. With the Sun conjunct Mercury in the second house in Leo, if Castro says it, you can put money on it, for the most part. His words are thought out, sincere and fruitful. This is not stated to upset anyone, but you will have to be prepared to take him out before he takes it back and know that no man has the power to take another's life unless it is given to him by the true conscious and personified powers that be. 2. He will die for his people. With Pluto in the first house in Cancer, he lets you know really quickly that he is not afraid to die for his family and for those he loves. Actually, with Pluto in the first house, I doubt that Mr. Castro even knows what fear is. Sometimes the best person to fight the devil is another devil. Ironically he shares similar physical characteristics with Abe Lincoln, another first house Plutonian and a water sign. First house Plutonian water signs care about those around them and make it known to the world. 3. He is a natural military strategist. Because Castro cares for his people and he thinks deeply with a bit of paranoia, Gemini in 12, he developed into a military strongman with the ability to rally the people behind him, 11th house Mars in Torrestrine Palace. Paranoia is not always a bad thing, especially for a political leader. Ironically, Abe Lincoln was another air sign 12th house thinker. Hmm, they have some major keys in common. 4. But do not get it twisted, he will take you out. 
sometimes people who love their community deeply will do anything to save them. Uranus sits conjunct the midheaven in Pisces so he does not have to go with the status quo and he feels justified about that. And once again the comparison with his sole counterpart Abe Lincoln stands with Neptune conjunct the midheaven in a Sagittarian tenth. The two do have a lot in common only Abe was a bit gentler with no planets or stars in the eighth so he did not get his hands bloody. 5. Castro goes with what he feels is right, it is his only law and his eighth house Aquarian Jupiter lets everyone know that there are a slew of bodies that prove his convictions. I am not mad at him. Sometimes it must be this way, the dark mother speaks, lol. A brief numerological note. I have often referred you to the book Numerology for Teachers by DJ Ward so that you can understand how the tool of numerology confirms what we see in astrology. Mr. Castro boasts two strength arrows, that of organization, intuitive thought, and inspired planning, as well as the arrow of understanding, reasoning, and discrimination powers. This is where he differs from Lincoln in that Lincoln could not boast any strength arrows, but rather had weaknesses, hopelessness, doubt, and uncertainty. Perhaps this is why he did not live but rather succumb to assassination for you can only experience what you think about. And what if Castro is a reincarnated Lincoln who learned from his mistakes and came back into existence with more vigor and confidence? This could be the case even though Castro is not, per the clip below, one who believes in having more than one life. Depending on how you see it, Castro could be right because the carnations we experience are really just one life trying to improve upon itself. Consequently this is not a man that can be controlled by those who do not have the best interest of his people at heart. The following is from an interview that was done about 15 years ago. How can brave hearts not admire him? Fidel speaks. RT.